Set the tone for your day. Don't let anybody else's attitude, their demeanor, don't let these folks, these type of people who don't know how to command their day, who don't know how to control uh, their temper, control their attitudes, control their thoughts and their words, don't let them interfere on you setting the tone for your day and knowing what you want to accomplish. And sometimes people don't know how to do that. So those of us who do know how to go on and command our day, for those of us who do know how to stay focused, we should be passing on these strong traits and these strong characteristics to our fellow co-workers. Some people can't do if they don't know how to do, and people can only give you what they have to give. If they don't have uh, greater compassion, they don't have compassion, they don't have passion, if they don't have fire, if they don't have drive, they cannot give you something that they do not have. But sometimes, you know that good attitude you got will rub off on them. Now the question is, do you really have a good attitude to share with somebody? Uh, or do you not? Good morning, Sharonda. Good morning, uh, 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 Mr. Andrew Hill, Miss Tammy Hart. Good morning to you. Do you have a good attitude to rub off on somebody or do you know it? Good morning, Ronnie. To be able to, to not necessarily to teach, but be an example. Because sometimes you we try to teach stuff that we're not an example of. I want I would rather be an example than to teach something I don't have. Let me be example. Let me exude it. Let it be me that they can watch. They can see me doing it and pick up on it. Say, oh, oh that's a good thing. I would like to do that. Set the tone for your day and stick to it. You're gonna have people that go through different things and they don't and they don't know how to respond responsibly. You understand? So it's it's contagious. Good attitudes are contagious. Good morning, Rosetta. Good morning, Shy. Uh, those our good attitudes are contagious. Let it rub off on them. Let them be around you enough. Like some of us, we work in confined spaces, which means you're not out a whole bunch. You don't just get to go roam all over town and, you know, get to go to Big Lots and Red Isle and all these places during the day, what have you. But some people are confined, which means that you're around most of the same people all day, every day, right? And maybe you may not have an opportunity to socialize a whole bunch, but at least, you know, you, you have the ability, for those of us in those confined spaces you have the ability to be an example and rub off if you're consistent and they see you being that like what they see monday through friday monday through sunday whatever what they see is really you that is you like you all you real you the 1000 you if they see that you're being consistent and that you're being true to who you are people will pick up on that and they're going to either join you, pick up on that attitude, or they're going to be jealous of you. You know what I'm trying to tell you? I'm being real. They'll, you know, they, it might spark up a little jealousy. But keep doing what you're doing and being who you are because you have the tendency and the ability and the influence to positively shape someone's life. And just like you have the ability to positively shape someone's life, you also have the ability to negatively shape. So make sure that you ain't the one going to work with an attitude make sure you ain't the you're not let me get my grandma right <laughs> make sure you're not the one who's going in and causing problems set the tone for your day make it a positive tone 
and stay consistent and stay true to it throughout your day. I promise you, you will make someone's day and you can probably make an impact on their life to where they want to, hey, I want to, I want to be happy like that. You know, and I made this post on, on, on my secondary page the other day, uh, that if you're in search of happiness, start loving yourself. One, there are people who, oh, I'm in search of happiness and I can't find happiness. Well, that's because you're depending on external circumstances to give you something that you may not give. But when you start loving yourself, come here, when you start loving yourself, when you realize that you are who you are, that how God made you, he made you in his image and, his, and in his likeness, and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That when God made you, he made you the best you that you could be. When you start loving yourself, you will find happiness. Because if you if you love yourself, if you've got to be by yourself, because that brother, that sister does not meet up to your standards, then you will be happy by yourself. That means you ain't got to buy lunch for two people. You only got to buy lunch for one. That means you can only go, you can only go pay for both vacation for one person and not two. So really you saving money. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. You just, you know, you just saving, you saving money. But anyway, I'm not trying to tell you to, that to stay single or none of that. Cause I'm, I'm married and all, but I'm just throwing that out there. You know, you save money when you single period. Uh, good morning, Cynthia King. <laughs> good morning, Lisa. Come on through and tell me good morning. Listen. So anyway, so today we're going to talk about confidence. I, I know sometimes we walk through life and we don't have the confidence that we uh that we desire. We're going to talk about confidence today. I I remember there was a time when I was confident in one thing and one thing only. I was confident in athletics and that was it. Uh because I knew I was good. Uh specifically at basketball, I was good at softball and track too. But my heart and my passion, where I was extremely confident, you couldn't tell me nothing on the basketball court. You, can, you couldn't tell me nothing about having a basketball in my hand. Point blank, point blank, period. No question about it. I knew the game, both sides, offense, defense. I mean, there was, I mean, you, I was teachable, but I'm saying I walked in, I walked in, um, I walked in, in in extreme confidence. I had a very high level of confidence. I was uh, stable in my thinking. I, I knew what I was doing. And so, therefore, I was confident. Good, confident. Good morning, April. Good morning, Miss Tammy. So, that, uh, so over time, uh, as, as the, of course, the Lord shifted my life. And uh, because of some of my decisions or whatever, my life shifted. And uh, so, my life was pulled away from what I was extremely confident in. So, I really had to start over from zero, ground zero with confidence. I had to start over from ground zero, okay? Because everything that I was confident in, I was no longer able to do because my responsibilities have sh had shifted with my oldest son being born. And so all of everything, like I was had zero confidence in being a wife, zero confidence in being a mother. Then you put me in this pastor's wife's role because the Lord decided to call the guy that I married into, into pastorship and all that kind of stuff. So as, as a pastor's wife and a quote unquote first lady, my comp level of confidence was at a zero, right? Uh, good morning, Michelle. Good morning, CC. So a lot of us experience things when we are, when we are confident in certain areas of our lives and then God moves us, he shifts us, he promotes us. 
He rearranges our lives. We get different responsibilities. And so we're in that area where we were at 100% confidence. Good morning, Shatoya. Good morning, Alicia. That, that moment when we uh, had 100% confidence in ourselves, then we go down to having to start back over because now we're at 0% confidence. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, Marie. 100% confidence to zero, to having none, not a zilch. Good morning, Melinda. So I want to encourage somebody this morning that it is okay to have to start back over with your confidence. And what I've learned about confidence is uh, that you, if you get confidence in you, it doesn't matter when you have to start over and where you have to start over or why you have to start over. If you have confidence in you, because sometimes we have confidence in things and the things that we do versus having confidence with ourselves. Okay, so I didn't know this at a young age. I just knew that I was confident in my abilities. I was confident in my skills. I was confident in basketball. I was confident in softball. I was confident in track. I was confident in the classroom. But when my life shifted away from basketball, uh, then I believe, like I said, I, 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 now I'm a wife. Now I'm a mom. Now I'm a first lady pastor's wife. Good morning, Miss Cynthia. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, Sheffield. So now I'm at a place to where I have zero confidence because I'm in areas, I'm now functioning in areas that I know nothing about. I'm now functioning in an area that's new to me, something that I'm uncomfortable with, something that I'm not familiar with. So when, when we get shifted, a lot of times we lose confidence. We lose confidence because we, again, place confidence in things and not in ourselves. You got to get to the point where you're confident in you, right? That you believe in you, that you have a level of assurance, self-assurance about you, not in what you do, not in a position, not in a title, not in a, a status, but you have to be confident in you. You have to have some assurance about yourself where you appreciate you, not your abilities, not, you know, not your talents, not your skills, where you believe in you. That way, if like my life, you get stuck like Chuck in places that you don't know nothing about, doing things that you don't know nothing about, that you don't completely lose hope, that you don't lose all of your confidence. Confidence is one of those things, people. Confidence is one of those things that if you lose it, it's worth finding. If you lose it, you got to garner yourself. You got to uh, hunker down and you got to go looking for it. Find your confidence. If you have lost it, it's worth finding. Because if you ever get to the point where you lose confidence, you will start to lose hope. You will start to lose faith. You will start losing trust. You will start, your passion will diminish. Your drive will diminish. So whenever you find yourself, good morning, uh, Keela. Good morning, Opal. Good morning, Phil. Whenever you find yourself losing confidence in you. Right? We ain't talking about nobody else this morning. I'm talking about confidence in you. It, when you start, it is worth finding. It is worth putting everything else on hold until you find it. 
until you find it. It is okay to start over with your confidence, okay? Because co confidence in everything we do is built. You build confidence. Whenever you start doing things, whether it's new, we can go back to the analogy of a baby learning how to crawl. When they first start scooting, you know, they start scooting. And once they realize, oh my God, I can scoot. Then they start putting one knee before the other one. And then they start crawling. But guess what? Whenever you go from scooting to crawling, um, the level of hazard is not increased that much. You don't, there's, there's not much uh, mishap that usually takes place from the transition between scooting and crawling. Unless you scoot your hind off the sofa or you scoot off the bed. Whatever the case may be, but hopefully you got somebody responsible. Teach this thing, Smith. You got somebody responsible around you that's watching you as you're transitioning from scooting to crawling to make sure. And then they got that little topple over thing when you realize you got knees that and you got legs to push up. You got somebody responsible around you to make sure that you don't fall off the sofa, that you don't fall off the bed, right? So you got responsible people around you while you are building the confidence to take the next, to make the next step. So this baby gains confidence. This baby builds confidence when they go from scooting to crawling. Then the next step they start doing, even before they start walking, is pulling up. They learn to pull up on things. You learn to pull up on the side of the bed. You learn to pull up on the table. You learn to pull up on the sofa. Again, you have responsible people around you that are either, if it's safe, if it's not going to cause you seriously bodily harm or injury, they will let you fall on your butt. They will let you fall backwards so you can hit. Sometimes it's okay when you... When you're trying to do something, when you're learning how to do something, when you're starting over, that you fall. It's okay as long as you don't hurt yourself or hurt nobody else. But again, having responsible people around you will assist you in your forward progression. After they, you know, you start pulling up, then that baby has been building the confidence. They don't know how to talk. They don't know. The only thing they know, they know how to do is dad, dad, mama, that type of thing. Eat, eat, baba. But they don't know how to have whole conversations. They don't have a whole rhetoric. They, they just know it's innate that I'm building confidence. So now this baby's starting to walk, taking steps, falls down sometimes, but they've learned how to fall. Isn't that amazing? That babies learn how to fall. They learn how to fall because you remember now we let them fall down when they was they were pulling up on the table. They fell down on their butt. So sometimes you it's okay to fall when you don't get hurt. In other words, fall responsibly. <laughs> it's okay to take a have to take a step back. It's okay to have to make a mistake or an error that's going to help you figure life out. To figure what you're supposed to be doing out. You don't know how to do it 100% correctly. But the goal is to build confidence. The goal is not to be perfect yet. I want to encourage you this morning. Work on building your confidence. Not in what you do. But build confidence in who you are. Build confidence in who you are. Psalm 73. 
Listen, I'm going to talk about this real quick. Let me find it. Psalm 73. And I don't want this to be us, but I want to bring out how important confidence is. Good morning, Ebony. I want to bring out how important self-confidence is. And many times, people who don't have confidence or people who can't stand another person being confident will always try to replace your confidence with arrogance. I'm not arrogant. I don't think more highly of myself than I ought to think, but I'm confident in me. And we talked about this some last week, I think it was, when we were talking about the uh, the TV show Pretender, being able to adjust and adapt. If you take me from where I am, and a lot of you, good morning, Tamara, a lot of you have this ability uh, because you have confidence in yourself. And I see it all the time in people who are in certain careers for 10 years, 5 years, 15 years, even 20 years, that they have gained confidence in a, in a certain area. They work, just say they've worked at, um, mm, anyway, find a job. You, I mean, you know if it fits you or, or not, right? But you, you work in something for 5, 10 years, say the business closed down, or they merge with someone else, or... You know, you just decide that it's time to move. You Somewhere else has better benefits or whatever the case may be. But you were in that line of employment, in that career field for five and ten years, but then you move to something else. But you go into that next place, uh, in that next career field, and you don't skip a beat. It's completely different from what you've been doing the whole time. So it's not that you have confidence in the in what you do. You have confidence in yourself that says, okay, you put me here. You, you just teach me what I need to do. Show it to me a few times. Walk me through the process. And then I'll pick it up from here. That's somebody who's saying, no matter what area you put me in, no matter what you put me into doing, I'm going to have confidence in myself. I'm going to be confident in who I am. I'm confident in who I am and what God has placed within me, the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the qualities, the characteristics, the traits, all of these things, the work ethic, the habits, all of these things, I'm able to move to that next place. But it's, I'm, this, is, this is my level of confidence. Listen, also know this, y'all. And I'm going to get to Psalm 73, maybe, maybe not. But get this. Sometimes you can get into things that challenge you. Things that challenge you that will build your confidence. Some people like me, I thrive off of a challenge. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You, 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 I thrive off of it. I, I love a challenge. I think challenges are, are, are great. The, the responsible challenges. Now, I ain't doing no ice water challenge and I ain't doing no, none of that crazy stuff that them people got pneumonia and, and died and got electrocuted. I ain't doing no stuff like that now. But things that challenge us. Well, and, and we're able to accomplish it. We're able to fulfill it. Those things will help us build our confidence. And sometimes, help me Jesus, 
we we when when God elevates us and He starts repositioning us, we get nervous. And a lot of times it's not nervousness because, you know, we don't think God is 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 with us or none of that. It's just because it's something that we're unfamiliar with. But God will put us in some things to challenge us so we know, so we can find out. Y'all just rude. So we can find out who we are. Now, the person who calling me, y'all, know what I do. Like, they notice the morning shift time. Like, they be on the morning shift. And then they interrupt the broadcast calling me. Because you, you call me on the other phone because you know I'm on this phone on the morning shift. Ain't that something? Anyway, but he will he will put us into things to challenge us. Because sometimes we get complacent when we're not challenged. Ooh, we get complacent when we are not challenged. We get complacent when we're not challenged. And if you're not building confidence, if you're not being challenged so you can build your confidence, you are cheating yourself. And so when we perfect the place, when we, listen, when we perfect the place, I'm going to tell you, when, when, when you have perfected a place, God will shift you and, 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 and put you into something else. He will, assign, he will give you another assignment. That will challenge you. But you got to take that same confidence that you have in yourself. And, I, and, I, and again, today we're talking about self-confidence. I'm not talking about living life without God or not depending on God. That's not where we're going. But we're talking strictly about self-confidence. When we have confidence in ourselves, then when we go to that next level, when we get promoted, when we move laterally, when we completely change career fields, we have to make sure we take that same level of self-assurance with us. So I want to encourage you today, folks. I want to, uh, listen, Moses, I don't want to go here, but I'm y'all. Moses was tending his father-in-law's sheep, Jethro's sheep in Midian, for 40 years, 40 whole years. He could do it with his eyes closed for 40 years. Ain't no way you're telling me he did it for 40 years and didn't know how to lead the sheep and the goats, right? So after 40 years, the Lord comes to him in the burning bush. Y'all know the story. Another person who know I'm on the morning ship is trying to come you. Uh, I don't know what's wrong. I ain't never had no problems till people start calling me and then the broadcast paused and interrupted. But anyway... Um, they just, I, you, you were on the morning shift and then you calling me. I'm telling you, they is tripping. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, good morning, Chantel. But anyway, what I was saying was Moses was tending his father-in-law's sheep for 40 years in Midian. He had got, he had, he was confident in, 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 in leading the sheep and the goats, right? And so then all of a sudden the Lord shows up and says, Hey Moses, you've been over here for 40 years, brother, but now I'm getting ready to send you back to Egypt so you can deliver my people. Whoa, wait a minute, Jesus. Now keep in mind, we're talking about confidence here. Moses was confident doing what he was doing. He was already leading sheep and goat. He had already taken them through the desert, then led them up to the mountain where he was when the Lord spoke to him. 
So when the Lord says, yes, I'm come down, but I'm going to send you. Moses said, who am I? I am a nobody. Wait a minute, Moses. You've been leading the sheep for 40 years already. You've been leading sheep and goat. That means you had some humble ones and you had some stubborn ones. You had some easygoing followers and you had some that you had to drag to where they needed to go. So you already been dealing with hard-headed, stiff-necked goats. You understand? So Moses responded back to the Lord. He says, who am I? I am a nobody. What would make you think that I could go back to the king of Egypt and tell him that the Lord said, let my people go? Moses, didn't, he didn't have confidence in himself for the next level that God was calling him to. Good morning, Coach Harris. Good morning, Jim Cameron. Good morning, Chantel. I don't know if I spoke already. Good morning, Fat. So, Moses, so he's saying, Moses, for 40 years you've been doing this. I'm just, I'm you, I'm using the same traits. I'm using the same qualities. I'm looking, I see you functioning in the same uh traits and the same uh, uh, in the same capacity, the same abilities that I can use by making you a leader of these people. It was all about Moses's level of confidence. He didn't have, he had confidence in what he was doing because he had been doing it for a while, but he didn't have any confidence in himself. And then he goes, listen, I'm just a nobody. Then he turns around and says, listen, I can't hardly speak. And so the Lord said, hold on, wait a minute. Let me just share this with you. You ain't got to worry about speaking because I got a responsible partner that I'm going to send with you, right? So anyway, back to what I was saying about confidence. It's important that you remember that whenever your life shifts, whenever God is calling you to a different place to do a different thing, whether he's calling you higher in promotion, whether he's calling calling you higher in elevation, or whether he moves you laterally, if he shifts your position, he shifts your functioning. Make sure you realize that you have what you have what it takes in you to do it. And you're saying, if you're saying, well, well, Sabrina Smith, well, Chief, uh, Warhorse, whatever the case may be, whatever you call it. Uh, call me. You say, well, you know what? I don't, I, I just, I, I just, I just lack confidence. Find something to challenge you. Find something to challenge you and stay at it till you accomplish it. One of the things I've learned, like I, we won't do Psalm 73. We'll do Psalm 73 tomorrow. If uh, the Lord allow us to, to go that way. Listen. So, um, so listen, I, I, I don't play like my husband and my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, them jokers like are expert spade players, right? Like they, 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 they play, they, they just, you know, they do what they do, right? Now me, I didn't grow up playing spades. I grew up playing basketball. So my confidence was in basketball, right? So, um, I didn't play when I didn't play. I used to sit on the sidelines just watching people. Didn't didn't really understand the concept or nothing like that. And then I started watching it a little bit, but most of the time I went to sleep because I'm a I'm a sleeper. Um, and so, but after a while, listen that this y'all. After a while, I said, let me get in and start playing. Now I lost a lot. 
Now, when I sit down uh, at the card table, I'm not as confident, at, but I sit down at the table like I know what I'm doing. Sometimes you just got to sit at the table. Come here, y'all. Sometimes you just got to sit at the table, good morning, Selena, like you know what you're doing, and learn as you go. But let me tell you now, I was sitting down, and I held my cards like I knew what I was doing. You know, I I, I knew what the... um what the, 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 the cards mean and all that, but I wasn't paying attention to what other people were throwing out. You know, I was cutting my partner. I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff from the get-go. But I'm, now, when I sit down at the table, this is the real truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Because it challenged me. It was a mind game. You had to remember who threw out what. You remember what your partner did. and You got to try to know whether your partner got certain cards, certain face cards, or certain... um whatever, hearts, diamonds, clubs, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, when I sit down at the table now, I sit with confidence. It challenges you. So, now I sit at the table, I win two games and get up. So, I can have the testimony that, listen, I, I, I'm a winner. I ain't never lost. Sit at the card table, play two games, win, I'm up. I'm done. I'm going back to sleep. Good morning, Maya. But anyway, you find things that challenge you so it builds your confidence. Now, when we, when my, when my, my, my husband and my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my husband will not play with me. Now, he'll play against me, but that joker will not play with me. That's just the context of our marriage, you know. We, he, we, we'll play on the same basketball team, but like on the card table, we're not playing cards together, right? So, but now I sit down with them. And these are some real car players, yo. Now I sit down with them with confidence. I know I'm not as good as them. I know I'm not better than them. But I can keep up. Now, we may not win like major. And I may blow a few. But I'm sitting down in confidence. And I, you, you realize you get better. You get better over time. In fact, you know what I'm talking about. Them jokers be some real car players. My daddy... My Chibo, Africa, man, them jokers, they will get mad at you. They fuss at you. They will make you want to quit a car hand. Like, a, like make you want to get up from the table and be like, I quit. Y'all can have this. And I've done it many times. But anyway, we're going to talk about if you're, if you're struggling with your level of confidence, whether it's on your job, whether it's in things in ministry, keep at it. When it challenges you, it will help you get better. And you just got to hunker down. Sit down at the table with confidence. And, and you're, you're going to catch on to it or you're going to realize this is too big for me. But any, anything that the Lord assigns you to do, any place that he assigns you to be, you already have what's in you to be successful. And you just got to learn to let your, just learn to go with the flow and learn as you go. Strive to know more. You know, I, I, you got, you got a phone. You know, I just download games until I get bored, like the word games. Then I get bored with it, then I delete it. But I love Spider Solitaire. Random deals, not winning deals. Spider Solitaire. Because it gives you a, a chance to, to be challenged. So sometimes you got to be challenged in order for your confidence to be increased. And it's okay, no matter how many times you done had to fall down. Like somebody said earlier, get up. Get up. 
Don't sit down there and cry and just keep crying. Get up. Try it again. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on yourself. Try, get up, keep pushing at it, keep striving at it. Before long, your legs are going to gain the strength that you need to be able to walk without stopping. So I want to encourage you today, walk through the day with confidence. As you're going through the day, things are happening and you find yourself in certain situations. Allow it to build your confidence. Allow it to increase your confidence. Remember, challenges build confidence. Challenges build confidence. And for that person who's struggling with self-assurance, self-confidence, this message is for you. This message is to encourage you. Good morning, Yacht. Good morning, Tina. This message is to encourage you that it's possible. It's possible. To have 100% confidence in one area of your life. And then you find out you don't got none. Start over. Build. Build your. Let your, let let the challenges of the times. Let the challenges of the opportunity. Let the challenges of the position. Let the challenges of life. Help you build your confidence. Don't let. Because you, you don't master it. Right off the rip. Don't let that deter you from keeping the move forward so you got to believe in yourself don't quit on yourself love yourself uh happiness begins when you learn to love you uh and you know you just you just you just learn and over over the years like i said i started out being having zero confidence as being a wife here i am 23 years later and i think i do pretty good my uh 23 years later i started i got married one day and the baby was born that night so i got i was pregnant when i got married a whole 9 months pregnant when i got married and boo was born my husband broke my water. Lord, I'm talking like this and like I ain't got children on him. But anyway, my water broke on my honeymoon at the house. And so Boo was born. So for 23 years, I've been a mother and a wife at the same time. And I've done pretty good. So there are things in life that you don't think you're capable of doing, that you don't think you're qualified to do, that you don't think you're certified to do, um, that you don't think you know how to do. Learn as you go. Learn from your mistakes. Gain confidence as the challenges come. Um, and then I think 21 years, yeah, 21 years uh, that we've we've been in 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 uh, I've been in the pastor wise role. Didn't understand that thing. I ain't know none of that stuff. But I've learned over the years that me being me is good enough. Me being who God created me to be and who He assigned me to be. Who he chose me to be is good enough. I don't have to be like any other pastor's wife. I'm not like anybody else's wife. I'm not supposed to, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm teachable. I learn from them um, and watching them, but I don't have to be them. I don't have to uh, be like them. I just have to be me and sharpen who God has created me to be. Good morning, Erica. You know what I'm saying? So, and over the years, and over the years, I've I've made mistakes, I've fell on my butt, but I've had to get back up. And the reason why you get back up is not because people watching, 
Not because you don't want to have people to have anything to say. It's because when I get up, I prove to myself that I'm worth trying again. That it's worth trying again for me. So as you go through the day, think about your confidence, where you want to be in your life, and work on it. If you, if you need some additional word after this, inbox me. Hit your girl up. Just do not do it while I'm on the morning shift. Right? Seven-ish. During that time, don't call me and say I need some help with my confidence or, you know, can you give me some a little bit more, a little bit extra or whatever.